This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Uh, We're back and we are switching gears. We're going to be talking about auto insurance and the changes that are coming as of June the 1st. Uh, The good news is your premiums are going down. The bad news is your coverage is also going to be lower. Here's what some people on the street had to say about it. I think so. I don't remember how much we paid, but it's pretty high in Toronto. Yes, I do. I think it makes no sense that we're paying such high rates. I just recently renewed and I don't really see a difference. It would be very nice to see, but I don't see it happening actually. It's bad enough that you're in an accident or you're unable to work, but then not being able to provide for your families or support yourself is, you know, it's like a double whammy. I think it's a sin because the people that really get handicapped with um, car accidents and they have nowhere to turn and uh, that's hard. Well, to clarify, those changes to your auto insurance will apply to renewals or new policies that uh, are in force after June the 1st in a couple of weeks now. Uh, Now, this is a situation where the Liberal government was in a minority situation and they had to agree to lower auto insurance premiums in order to get the support of the NDP. So here is the rub. Your coverage is going down too. And most of the changes were made to the statutory accident benefits you receive if you're injured in an accident. And if you want the kind of coverage that's standard now or maybe something better, you're going to have to pay more. The numbers 416 360 or toll free 1 866 740 And I am here with an expert who is going to tell us exactly what it means for us. I'd like to welcome personal injury lawyer Leonard Kunka of PIA Law. Welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me to speak with you this afternoon. Well, thank you for coming. So give us a sense of exactly what this change means. Well, I think you you hit the nail on the head when you said there is pressure on the government to reduce auto insurance premiums. What they didn't say is that the way they were going to accomplish that is by reducing benefits to people who are injured in accidents. And unfortunately, the changes that are going to be introduced are going to hurt the people who need those benefits the most, and that is the most seriously injured individuals. Okay, let's go through it, because when you look at the actual numbers, I think it's it's hard for people who are not in that situation to get a sense of, first of all, how much money you need to cover these added costs when something terrible happens. So uh, I have it here in small print. Uh, so medical rehab uh, for non-catastrophic injuries and attendant care, so that is now covered to the tune of about 86,000 and it's going down to 65,000 and medical and rehab for catastrophic uh, injuries and attendant care that is going down from a million each to a million 
total. Correct. And that's, that's really where the biggest problem is in these changes. When someone is seriously injured, and when we're talking about a catastrophic injury, we're talking about the injuries that you normally uh, see as the worst possible injuries, Quad- quadriplegia, paraplegia, brain injury, or multi-organ injuries that completely disable a person. And the cost of caring for a person and rehabilitating a person who has that type of injury are enormous. And under the current system, there is a a total of $2 million available to help rehabilitate and care for a person after that type of accident. And uh, give us an idea, how long would that $2 million last for? What would it actually cover? Well, it's hard to, to say how long it'll last. It's very individual and how each person recovers. But Uh, That is a substantial amount and usually provides a certain number of years of coverage. In most cases that we handle involving uh, serious injuries, catastrophic injuries, even the $2 million is a drop in the bucket. It's not enough to cover the lifetime needs of a person. And the younger the person is, obviously, the more expensive it's going to be to care for them and treat them over their lifetime. Uh, Leonard, I'm going to give the numbers out again in case people have questions about their coverage, and that is 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-744-740. And I'm here with personal injury lawyer Leonard Kunka. Kunka. And uh, I'm having trouble with names today. And we're talking about the changes to auto insurance that are coming. And that is that your coverage, in case you're in an accident, is going down along with the premium. So you might be happy when you open it. But if, God forbid, something happens, it won't be so good. Um, Leonard, do you have an idea how many people are injured in accidents every year in Ontario, seriously injured? I don't have the numbers uh, uh at my fingertips, but I know it's a lot. I can tell you that all of the trauma hospitals in, uh, in Toronto and in Ontario, none of them have free beds. It, it's a real challenge uh, to get people in and out of the hospital because there's such a demand for hospital beds for catastrophically injured people. So the numbers are significant. And in terms of rehab, uh, is there a sort of standard period where that it takes to get people uh, as well as they are going to be? It's very individual, but certainly in the case of, let's say, a head injury, most most of the rehab or most of the effective rehab will take place in the first couple of years following an accident. I think most of the specialists will say that um, you have to maximize the rehabilitation in the first couple of years following a serious injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know uh, from, uh, we have a, a colleague here, uh, and uh, it wasn't an injury from an accident, but she had a stroke. And ongoing rehab, is, is the cost of it is huge, and it's, it's not covered. Well, you know, you have to realize these are lifetime injuries. We're not talking about something that goes away. If you suffer brain damage, you're going to have a lifetime of problems. If you're a quadriplegic or a paraplegic, you're going to be that way for the rest of your life. So the ongoing rehabilitation continues for your entire life, as do your care needs. Mm-hmm. And... Given this, uh, what do you think of the fact that, you know, I think most of us just didn't realize this? Well, not only do people not realize it, but the big problem with insurance and the big, you know, lie in insurance, as I call it, is that most people want to pay as little as possible. They come to their brokers and say, get me the cheapest insurance. They don't really know what coverage they have, and they don't know with these changes how it's going to affect them. 
And it's only when you suffer an accident that you realize how dramatic these changes are and how little uh, this money will go in terms of taking care of you and, and providing the rehab that you need. Okay, I'm going to give the numbers again, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And uh, let's hear from Maddie in Mississauga. Hello. Yes, hello. I have a question regarding the insurance in terms of uh, there's an accident. It's uh, the other person's fault. I get injured. I've got the maximum coverage, and they don't. How does I? How do I get covered for what I need if they don't have the right coverage? Okay, I'm, so, I'm kind of confused there. Okay, so under everyone's uh, standard automobile policy, there's a coverage called the underinsured motorist endorsement, which you can purchase. It, it's very cheap. In fact, most. Uh, insurance companies include that insurance in your your insurance. If the person who hits you does not have enough insurance to cover your claims, your your own insurance company steps in and tops up uh, the value of the coverage up to the maximum of your policy limits. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're hit by someone who has minimum limits in Ontario, which is $200,000. And right. if you have $1 million on your policy, and if your injuries cause are caused by an accident and your injuries would be assessed at over $200,000, you would collect $200,000 from the insurer of the person who hit you and then you would go to your own insurer for the balance, another $800,000 up to the limits of your policy, which is $1 million. Okay, so I pay a higher premium for that extra coverage. Yes. It's not my fault in the accident and yet likely my premiums would be impacted anyway because I have to use my own insurance, correct? Generally, your premiums aren't going to go up if you have to access accident benefits or your underinsured motorist coverage. Those are both considered non-at-fault accidents, and your premium shouldn't go up if you have to access that coverage. Okay, so the two areas that I should look at in my policy, as you say, is the uh, personal um, injury and the uninsured? Yeah, the uninsured motorist endorsement, or what they call the family protection endorsement, which protects you and your family members. Okay, that's great. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, Maddie, thank you for your call. We're going to have to take a quick break now. Before we go, I'll give you the numbers again, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-744-740. I'm here with personal injury lawyer Leonard Kunka, and we're talking about the changes to auto insurance and the reduction in your coverage and what it means for you. So please call if you have questions. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with personal injury lawyer Leonard Kunka. We're talking about the changes coming to your auto insurance as of June the 1st. Premiums are going down. So is your coverage. So uh, you better be careful about that because if something, God forbid, happens, uh, there might be a very nasty surprise. If you have any questions about your insurance, he's an expert. You can call at 416-360-0740 or one 866 
40. And one thing I'm a little confused about, I thought our system was no fault. Why are we talking about at-fault accidents? Well, really, we have a hybrid system. We have uh, no-fault benefits, which are a collection of benefits that run with your own policy of insurance. And uh, those are no-fault benefits. doesn't matter who's at fault for the accident. And which, which benefits are those? Those are the benefits for attendant care, your medical rehab benefits. Uh, there's a non-earner benefit and an, an income replacement benefit. So these benefits were designed to sort of deal with your immediate needs following an accident. The other claim that you have is a claim against the at-fault driver. So if the other if there's another driver who's at fault for the accident, you can sue that driver for your pain and suffering and for any expenses that are not covered by your no-fault coverage. Mm-hmm. But that claim is going to be limited by the amount of insurance that that other driver has. Unless you get that rider or extra uh, thing there. Right. So if that, this is one way, and it's an important thing for people to consider, is, is buying up the amount of uh, insurance on their own policy, so increasing the limits under your own policy. Most people today carry anywhere from 500000 to a million dollars of coverage. It doesn't cost a lot to increase your own coverage under the Family Protection Endorsement to $2 million. So if you're struck by somebody who doesn't have sufficient insurance to cover your claims, you then have recourse to your own policy for that differential. Okay, and but don't they? I guess the 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 minimum that they're required to carry is two hundred thousand. Two hundred, but you know you have to think about a lot of people travel to the states. Uh, our auto policy covers us anywhere in North America. A lot of people go to Florida or the southern states in the winter, and in the states, most states have very minor limits. Most states, it's twenty five thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. So if you're struck by somebody who has that limited amount of insurance you're going to have to be looking to your own policy to cover the differential. Okay, let's take a call from Heinz in Hamilton. Hi, Heinz. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Good, Good thank you. I, you were talking about that the rates are coming down and, the, um, um, and, and also the coverage comes down. Well, I just got my insurance policy and it is due on the 1st of June, exactly the day that it, it's implemented. My rates went up by 8%. And the coverage went down. Uh, well, uh, I think that um, the, this the new rates are supposed to kick in on June the second. Am I wrong here? Well, it's June first is when yeah. the new changes yeah. come yeah. in. And but that's this, my but coverage. That's when it happens. And I have talked to several people. I have not found a single person yet where the rates have actually come down. Nor have where I. Where they get the renewal. So I think that's uh, probably not quite accurate. That you're seeing the rates are coming down, and my agent, my agent said. That, uh, that it is approved by the Ontario insurance, whatever problem the government uh, in, uh, approves the uh, rate increases. So for me, it didn't work. Well, that's exactly my concern. I, I don't believe for one moment that insurance premiums are going to come down substantially. And I don't no, believe that insurance... So, so what was this whole thing happen. about? This it, whole thing about was that our auto insurance had to come down. Well, the insurance industry uh, likes to cry insurance crisis whenever they're not making enough money. And uh, frankly, uh, this was a gift to the insurance industry. Uh, there's a huge reduction in benefits and there's not a commensurate uh, decrease in premiums. So, so, again, now I'm completely confused, but should, I mean, if if that was the deal, that they were lowering benefits in exchange for lowering premiums, isn't someone enforcing uh, 
You'd like to think that that's happening, but you know this is a, a change brought about by the government. The, the government has, has bought into this with the insurance industry, and it remains to be seen whether people see an appropriate reduction in their premiums to compensate them for the loss of the benefits. There should be a very substantial decrease in people's premiums. And like this gentleman who's called in, I haven't talked to anybody who's got a premium renewal who has seen that type of reduction. You know, there's a caller waiting. We'll get to him in a minute. It says that his premiums will come down after June the 1st. So how can it be so helter-skelter that one person's premiums go up and others go down? Well, it depends on the company. It depends on where the person lives. There's a lot of criteria that go into setting premiums. I'm not an insurance expert in, in uh, how premiums are set, but um, I, I would welcome a significant drop in premiums to compensate people for this huge reduction um, in coverage. And what I really would like to see is the with this reduction in coverage, the insurers have been uh, mandated to make available optional coverage so that you can restore your limits, restore your benefits back to the levels that they're at now. And it'll be interesting to see how they price those optional benefits and whether people end up paying more for insurance for the same coverage that they would have today after June the 1st. Well, this sounds like another, you know, government boondoggle if that if the result is actually higher premiums. I mean, I'm I'm I had suspected that even if they went down, you'd end up paying more, but if if you're not paying less to begin with, I mean, that's crazy. I I totally agree. Let's take a call. That's okay. What Sorry, Heinz. Uh, I said that's what. That's exactly what happened. They, they are in, they are taking down the benefits and increasing the premiums for everyone I talked to so far. Okay, Heinz. Well, uh, keep in touch, and yeah. um, I'd be very curious to see. I want to take this call from Mel in Coldwater yeah. because the yeah. line says that his premiums are going down. Mel, hi. Hi, uh, Libby. Yes. Now, I there there is a caveat here. No, the thing is, I I, I drive a 1999 vehicle. But the fact is, and also, I'm with CAA, and so I uh, applied for the tracker that has uh, uh, determined that over the past year, my my driving habits were exactly what they, uh, I would qualify for. So my insurance, uh, by that way, has, has diminished by uh, 15%. But the fact of the matter is, is that my overall insurance... Now, it's around $500 because I live in cold water and I drive very few uh, kilometers, but $500 was my premium last year, and now my my insurance is down by $120. Wow, I've never so, even heard so, of anything like that. Yeah, so, well, but, well, that's great, but, but you, that's you said that... Saying. You know, there is a caveat here because I'm not the normal type of person, but I do want to emphasize the fact is, is that... I have I have snow tires. I've got all the the, the added uh, features. I've got the uh, multi uh, policy because my home is on my insurance as well. But still, the fact is is that based on my my cost last year compared to this year, it's a hundred and twenty dollars less. But you have to factor in that fifteen percent diminishing uh, is as a result of me having the tracker. Right. If you allow your privacy to be. Uh... 
uh, breach. You were going to answer that, Leonard. Well, I think that my my question to you is, do you think that that reduction in premiums of $100 a year uh, compensates you for the fact that your benefits have been cut in half and you've lost a million dollars worth of, of coverage that you may need if you ever suffer a very serious injury? Well, I, I, I wanted to listen to this program because the thing is, is that I'm going to be phoning this afternoon to 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 determine because I know that there uh, I had written because of my renewal was going to come this month and I wrote on my calendar insurance uh, 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 renewal uh, optional accident coverage and I th- that being a question that I wanted to ask my insurance company you know so I am going to be doing that but the thing you know it, it, I just wanted to say that there there is the opportunity if you're more than willing to take that chance and and because I only I drive 6000k a year and I know it only takes one accident to put you in that uh, uh kind of uh, uh you know irreparable position so but I just wanted to convey that to you. Okay, well, thanks for your call. No There's problem. one person in cold water whose rates are going down but again, uh he agreed to that tracker, uh, which is something that the insurance company is trying to put in all of our car calls, cars. Uh, Lauren in Toronto, hello. Hi. Um, I'm just curious if any other listeners experienced this with the takeover of Trafalgar, which was great power by Bel Air Direct, because when my uh, renewal policy came out from Bel Air Direct, um, I found that, oh, my auto insurance has gone down about $200. This is really wonderful. And then I looked at my house condominium insurance, and it went up over $200 from something in the order of 560 to 780 So when I called them up, uh, they were highly fixated on this, well, you're paying the same as you paid before overall. So we know that the government is putting pressure on the insurance companies to lower their rates, but they could not account for any reason why my condominium insurance was going up by whatever, 30-some percent, um, as opposed to, uh, like, thank you very much for the auto discount. So it's just sort of a nebulous kind of thing, and they stayed fixated on that fact. Well, you're paying the same overall, so that was my experience. That's uh, that's interesting, and and you know uh, what some people are saying is that because there are going to be huge losses for insurance companies resulting from the fire in Fort McMurray, that uh, we can probably expect home insurance to go up. Mm-hmm. The insurers uh, don't like reducing rates <laughs> at any time. Uh, they don't uh, like having to cut into their profits. Uh, they have a very powerful lobby, and they have the ear of the government with these changes. But I think the last caller and this this gentleman uh, are doing a wise thing when they're speaking to their insurance broker and looking at the optional coverage. I think people have to really sit down with their broker look at their coverages, determine whether it makes sense for them to increase their own policy limits on their primary policy, to maybe top up some of their accident benefits coverages, uh, to make sure that they have appropriate insurance in the event that they're injured. No one wants to think about it. Nobody wants to think it's going to be them uh, that's injured in an accident. But I can tell you in virtually, I've been doing this for over 30 years, in almost every case that I've been involved in, 
people, when they've been in an accident and they find out how expensive it is to take care of the, uh, their injured family member, are shocked that they don't have nearly enough insurance. And cover. is there any recourse, lawsuits? Who do you sue? Well, you're going to be limited by the insurance that you have, and you're going to be limited by the insurance that the defendant has. So, you know, those are all fixed now when you're renewing your premium. Uh, it, you can't do anything about it once you've been in the accident. It's too late. So there, there is no other legal recourse. If if the if the person that hits you say is is not covered, uh, you you can't go after their other assets. Well, you could try, but most of the time, if they don't have insurance, they're not likely to have other assets. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's you know, uh, in thirty years, I can't think of a case where I've had to actually had to chase a defendant personally and try to get at their assets. Um, it just doesn't really happen. Uh, the better way to protect yourself is to make sure that your own insurance coverage and your own, your own insurance uh, policy has sufficient limits so that if you are struck by someone who doesn't have enough insurance, you'll have recourse to your own policy. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I'm, I'm just really disturbed to hear that some people's premiums are going up along with this drop in coverage. Well, that's what we feared, is that people wouldn't see a significant uh, decrease in their premiums and, in fact, might see even an increase in their premiums if they don't agree to one of these devices. This is one of the big things that is coming up now. If you agree to this device to track your driving habits, maybe your premiums will go down. But if they don't, that your premiums might go up. Well, and maybe that your premiums will go down for a year and then they'll jack them up again. Well, uh, you never know. But, again, it really is a question of, you know, are we getting value for our premium dollars? There were studies, and the government was presented with all of this information before they bought out, brought out this legislation, that we were way overpaying for our insurance in terms of the coverages that we have even now. We were paying way too much for it, and that premiums should have been lower. And the government ignored that. And instead, what they've done is they've brought in legislation which not only reduces the amount of benefits, but for the most seriously injured, they've changed even the test for who's considered to be catastrophically impaired. So less people are going to get through the threshold of having a catastrophic injury. So it's a double whammy. Your, your benefits are going down and less people are going to be able to claim. Okay, well, uh, thank you so much for your insight on this, Leonard Kunka. And uh, we'll have to have you back because I think that we want to, you know, take uh, a few days or weeks to, to have a look at what the extra coverage actually is going to cost and how this is shaking up out as people start getting their renewals. Uh, thanks again. Uh, really something that uh, we had all better look into. Thank you very much. It would be my pleasure to come back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.